0: Hello
1: and welcome to I Got That One,
0: a University Challenge Appreciation Podcast
1: presented by me, Tom, and me, Yvonne. Oh, who's there? Who's there? It is the ghost of Charles Dickens here to haunt the contestants of University Challenge. Oh no, not Charles Dickens. Just kidding, it's me.
0: Oh, thank God. (laughs) But yes, Charles Dickens, he really seems to be the bane of the existence of uh, some of these teams. Especially
1: Kings London. And
0: Glasgow, let us not forget. That's true. Yeah. So, welcome. It is I Got That One, episode 22. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the most recent one, which was Glasgow versus King's College London. Yep. Now, the previous two rounds have been very high scoring, very tense, uh, very much a a nail-biter. This one, it was less of that... It was say. actually
1: one of the lowest scoring matches we've seen so far. Indeed. Hey, uh, stay on. That's what that's corner. Oh uh, yes, yes. Getting a bit too hasty.
0: It was still a fun episode because it's mm-hmm. just two teams who definitely were having fun while they were playing. Yeah,
1: you could that definitely came across.
0: And sometimes that's as enjoyable, if not more so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what? Why don't we uh, refresh our listeners about who the teams are?
1: Yeah. So Glasgow. Last time we saw them was in episode one. Oh my god. So that months feels so ago, bigger. months ago, really. So um, average age of twenty six. Mm-hmm. Um. So funny thing was that Paxman actually opened this match by talking about reserves, yes. although there were no reserves at all for for either of the teams. I think it's because there was a reserve playing last round, and yeah. he didn't
0: mention it. I guess it's maybe just as a refresher because, and maybe
1: because you know, you have a few teams recording on the same day, so maybe he was just referencing some other teams. But anyway, possibly. Um. So average age of twenty six for Glasgow. So we have Nieves from Maryland in the USA. Mm-hmm. Doing a masters in history. Yep. Uh, Warburton doing a PhD in the history of medicine. McDowell, the captain, doing uh, an MSC in global security. He's and... from Northern Ireland. Yeah, from Northern Ireland, and then Green Corn with a PhD in engineering
0: from Nova Scotia.
1: Mhm. So quite an international team.
0: Yeah, I mean it's yeah, yeah. I first going to think I was just you know four white men, blah blah blah, <laughs> but
1: you know they've got a
0: fairly strong bit of representation going on I there. I think so.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, and then on the other
0: side we had Kings, who we saw more recently. A little more recently, they played against York, yes. and that was, again, one where we are immediately taken by just the personalities on the yeah, team. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, with an average age of 23, we had Shu doing a PhD in cardiovascular science, mm-hmm. Triggs...
0: Politics, philosophy, and law.
1: Yes, politics, philosophy, and law, um, also half American, mm-hmm. as he said, well, partly from England and New England. from New England, right? And then Jackson, the captain, doing war studies and history... He said
0: he's nearly finished, so I assume yeah. that he's about to graduate.
1: I uh, yeah, that's probably right. Mm-hmm. And then Weaver doing medicine, so uh, that one is a bit less uh, spread out.
0: It's all UK based. Yeah, but um, I feel like their um, disciplines are a bit more spread. Yeah, which could potentially help them. Yeah, and also I have to say that I really love their mascot. There's a little <laughs> lion wearing a face mask. Yeah, I noticed which that. Which is a reminder, please wear your mask. It's yeah. not that difficult. Just do it. Well, anyways, moving on. It starts off with Warburton and Buzzin. And this kind of sets the tone for the rest of yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. Um, both Glasgow and Kings really struggle on the bonus rounds.
1: They do, they did, And I also want to say that... Um, the, the team energies also felt a bit different. Yeah. Yeah, so especially for Glasgow, I remember in their first outing, Nieves was very high scoring. I think yeah. he came in with about seven um, starter questions. Um, this time, a bit less. Yes. And it was actually Warburton who didn't really make a huge impression on us the first time, but he actually uh, played a huge role in conferring and got uh, quite a few starter questions as well this time. So, And that's even though I got the feeling that
0: he seemed fairly nervous yeah initially initially yeah because um, he seems to be very unsure uh at least once during the astronomy round uh he gave what was the right answer but then uh yeah even when slightly pushed on it he goes i don't know of course and he kind of backed away a little mm-hmm. bit so i don't know maybe he's uh he feels a little bit insecure about this kind of stuff but i think it's not warranted because he's obviously a very smart guy
1: yeah i mean i to, to me i think he shone a lot more this time compared oh, for to sure. the first round yeah
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we've heard relatively little from Greencorn.
1: Yeah, so Greencorn also, yeah, I think he came in once somewhere in the middle and then once at the very end at the sound of the gong.
0: Yeah, which is, hey, at the very least he got the last buzz, which yeah. sometimes is all that matters. Yeah. And hey, that's more than what a lot of people manage to get watching the show. So
1: yeah, exactly. But
0: yeah, in, in general, Glasgow, I don't know, it wasn't as if um, they were absolute barnstormers in the first round but they mm-hmm. got a very high score it yeah. was above 200 for sure mm-hmm. And that was against Exeter, who, uh, yeah. even though they lost both their games, we have mm. to remember, they are still a strong team. They did quite well.
1: Yeah, and they qualified for University Challenge. So. Exactly. Mm.
0: It's important to remember, everyone you see on TV qualified for at a stage yeah. out, out of 500 plus teams. That's... Which
1: is uh, much, much better than most of us can hope for.
0: <laughs> exactly. So whenever <laughs> we see a team not do very well or kind of fall apart at the end,
1: they still got very, very far. Yeah. So we
0: needs to give them props there.
1: Yeah, so but then in this match, I think uh, Glasgow had a strong start, but they lost a lot of steam in the middle.
0: For sure. well, and I we actually think,
1: didn't hear from them for, for quite a while. Yeah. And the thing is, that Kings, I feel
0: like they were more consistent because this is mm. about the same as their performance against York.
1: I thought so. It was about so. the
0: same score.
1: Yeah. I think Shu definitely had a better time of it this time than um, the first round.
0: That's where we started talking about when you're so uh, hyper-specialized.
1: hyper-specialized on something, yeah.
0: And especially in a science where you are reluctant to say anything until you have all the information, which... Yeah. Doesn't quite work on this game where you need to, you know, have a little bit of risk-taking involved. Yeah. I feel like he was much think, more confident yeah. to kind of jump in He definitely early. did
1: that this time, yeah. And speaking of
0: jumping in early, uh, Triggs only lost points <laughs> once this time round.
1: Yeah, he only lost five points, I remember, in their... Um, first match four out of nine starter questions wrong this time he he got about five out of eight wrong but but thankfully interrupted only one of those times yeah I think he learned
0: to maybe cool it a little bit on the the interruptions (laughs) yeah yeah but really five out of eight wrong huh yeah wow yeah yeah it's kind of a wonder they they got a, a score such as that. Yeah, which just goes to show that Jackson was really pulling his weight as well.
1: Yeah, and I think um toward the around the last five to ten minutes, that's when most of the the teams started buzzing in and coming in on a lot of starter questions because it was coming to 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 the end, and I think uh, Glasgow especially wanted to catch up. Yeah, as I much think... as they could.
0: Yeah, that was interesting because the last three four minutes there were no points scored for a good two minutes, and people yeah. just kept on buzzing in. Yeah, yeah. Getting Thankfully, a lot they weren't wrong. too many dropped points. But yeah, I think it's mm. you know obviously Glasgow trying to catch as many points they, as they, they possibly can. Yeah, Glasgow
1: did lose ten points towards the end though that was quite a bit yeah
0: that was McDowell and Greencorn yeah. um,
1: the Greencorn one I've seen some contention about it yeah so he came in with an answer about the inverted circumflex which a lot of people have said is the right answer I think um, it's
0: uh, there's a similar notation which is called the inverted circumflex which is not quite the same as the one that Paxman was asking yeah, for yeah so but, I mean he's been kind before mm. about similar kind of questions yeah so it seems interesting that he was a bit
1: more... Um, so I wonder how he, he judges on what what is acceptable and what isn't. Yeah, I mean, at, at same, in mm. the same uh, breath things, I, I don't think it would have made
0: that much of a difference on the score. So we yeah. could have just let them have it. I'm sure yeah. Kings would have still won even if they got that. I and mean, speaking of difficult questions, uh, wow, um, I feel like Charles Dickens would be quite <laughs> sad to know that most of the younger generation don't know anything about his... Um, <laughs> Uh, bibliography,
1: and I remember from King's first round match, they on the on the Charles Dickens questions, they always answered with Martin Chiselwick. Yeah, yeah, but they actually got <laughs> two of the three uh, Dickens questions right this time. I think so, yeah,
0: yeah, because they got the Pickwick Papers right, and then uh, Great, great expectations. expectations,
1: yeah, and then Glasgow, of course. We titled our very first episode. Uh, it's not David Copperfield because
0: I kept announcing David Copperfield, and it
1: never was. But this time, it actually was. It David was David Copperfield. Copperfield. One of the answers was actually David Copperfield. So yeah. that's know. a little kind of inside joke for us and for all of you, if you've been listening to us since episode one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love you. Have listened to episode one, so yeah. uh, maybe it's time for you to listen to uh, episodes uh, two onwards, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why they keep on insisting on having Charles Dickens as. Yeah, question. he's
1: been definitely a recurring thing. I mean, I know
0: he's a literary darling because oh, he's a great writer from the 19th century but yeah. he's not taught in schools that much anymore, which is often the only time you'll ever read any of his books.
1: Yeah, I mean we, okay, I was in high school more than 10 years ago and we studied Charles Dickens.
0: Uh, I was also in uh, junior school, Yeah, that, using a proper English term, yes. uh, 10 plus years ago and the closest I had was an extract from Oliver.
1: Oh, so you never actually read Charles Dicker's novels no. for... Okay.
0: Um, mm. I never wanted to after reading um, those extracts from Oliver Twist. Oh, okay. <laughs> they weren't exciting, shall yeah, I say. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe I'll eventually get around to it, but there's so much good, slightly more modern literature. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been a whole um, conversation in but the there last... there have
1: been a number of questions on modern literature as well. That's I, true. I guess because Charles Dickens is just such an icon that you have to have some questions on him.
0: Well, you know, he is a British institution, so yeah. I guess he always will be a question, but... I think it's maybe another sign that a little bit more needs to be modernised about university
1: challenge. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that takes us quite nicely into favourite questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so any besides these, any other questions you, you liked? I think that the
0: picture around, the first picture around was quite tough. Yes. Because it was the various federal dependencies of Russia. Yeah. Which, if you don't know Russia that well, you'd be like, huh, what does that mean? But yeah. Russia is still very much an empire of sorts in that Mm. there's various sub-countries that are part of it.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that actually until this question.
0: Yeah, so the first one was oblasts. Yes. Which is, I think they're semi-autonomous regions. Yeah. And then we had two uh, Slavic words which I can't remember right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I remember it wasn't that great a showing from Kings given that there were at least two students doing some kind of political studies. True, but...
0: Mm. It's a very specific thing to Russia. I think I suppose, think it's yeah. almost unique to their political structure. Yeah, that I've never have heard
1: the term oblast or anything else um, outside of Russia, actually.
0: Exactly. And also, it's interesting because Paxman asked for the names in English, but still required words which are very much not English words. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I liked the question on Hindu iconography. Yes, that one was because interesting. I got that one. Yeah. And also, um, Jackson's uh, answer on... Uh, The god juggling. I couldn't tell if he was serious or not. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I I kind of admit that it does look like this. Especially with their forearms out, uh, kind of ring of fire around them. It does, could conceivably look like they're juggling fire. I mean,
0: if you've only seen the image, but you've never been told what it's meant to be. Then you have to kind of guess, uh, I mean, hands are raised. It kind of looks like something... And if you see the circle of fire, you think, oh, maybe that's, you know, something that's has been thrown up. So yeah,
1: it, it could be a first impression of it. Could, I could see that. I don't yeah, think it's necessarily,
0: um, you know, ignorance born out of dismissiveness or whatnot. Yeah,
1: yeah. He was very dismissive
0: about those who like the steaks well done.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. That was
0: probably, I think this is the number one reason why I want every future, even after coronavirus, mm-hmm. I want every future episode of challenge that have hot mics all the time because <laughs> i want to hear these uh yes, little, this all the time
1: yeah these snide little sides that the contestants make to each yeah, other yeah it's also very much
0: a kind of thing you'd hear an english person say
1: yeah i don't eat uh, steak well unfortunately done have morals yeah unfortunately i've never ordered that because i have morals <laughs> and then instead of saying
0: sorry we don't know he said sorry i'm afraid we have tastes
1: yeah <laughs> we just
0: you know, just perfect. Yeah. And I like Paxson's response of ignorance as well. (laughs) So. That's a sick burn. Yes. That was, that was fun. And hey, who are the people who say that there's no entertainment value in this world? I don't
1: know who these people are. Uh, Another one, a question on words formed from the word Quixotic. Quixotic. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was the one. Not that... how quickly the team came in with toxic masculinity. That was a fraction of a second.
0: Yeah, I think it was both Triggs and Weaver. I you went toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. that to cause some of the uh, less uh, likable parts of uh, the fandom to get a little up in arms yeah oh you don't you're the you're dickens but
1: all you all know these this. brainwashed
0: children hey look man it's part of the common uh,
1: conversation exactly exactly it's part of the discourse university challenge has to keep up precisely
0: mm. uh, the music round it's finally not an mm. opera aria oh, this
1: was actually really fun music it really. was yeah
0: it was music that's on a sounds of australia yeah which was created by one of their ministries to kind of invoke songs that reflect life culture in australia Exactly. That was really, really interesting. And I'm very, well, interesting that Men at Work is on
1: there. Yeah. I
0: mean, they're a good band, but I wouldn't necessarily say that they're... Yeah, like... I'm
1: talking about Warburton, you were saying that, you know, you weren't really sure if he was confident on his answers. He came in almost immediately with Men at Work.
0: That's true. Well, no, at first, he hesitated a bit at first, because I think he was about to say Land Down Under, mm. because that's the first thing you think of when you hit, <laughs> hit that song. You don't really think the band. Yeah. But... I'm very glad to hear that ACDC is on that list. I did not know
1: that they were Australian. Really? I never knew that. Shame on you.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, you know, they don't really sing with an accent, and you wouldn't necessarily think that they they sing about Australia very much. No. <laughs> I think uh, Angus was Scottish. I know. One idea. of the lead singers. Mm. No, don't crucify me, please, ACDC fans. <laughs> I've not listened to an ACDC song in a couple of years right now. Mm-hmm. So, right. anyway, it's time to move on to first. That's Corner.
1: Um, so, yeah, like you said at the beginning, not very strong showing on bonus questions. As it happens, both Glasgow and Kings had the exact same proportion of their bonus questions correct. Really? Which was a very low 53%. Oh, fifty-three 53%? So, yeah, they only got, about on average, one out of every two of their bonus That's questions. That's still higher than it felt like. Um, I mean, there's no yeah. one as good as
0: the 80% that Bellio managed last week. But yeah, exactly. Um, it's so, better than Mertz managed <laughs> as well. So. Yeah,
1: so starter questions-wise, that's where you could see um, Kings definitely were the stronger team this time because they came in with uh, 62% of their starter questions, mm-hmm. whereas Glasgow had just about 54%, so not too uh, far behind. Um, yeah. But definitely, I think they, they missed out on a lot of chances, especially at, at the beginning of uh, sorry, in the middle of the match. For sure, for yeah. sure. Out of forty-six questions that Kings uh, were asked, they got twenty-six correct. Okay. Um, and out of twenty-six questions that Glasgow were asked, they only got fourteen correct.
0: Wow, mm. that's those are quite interesting numbers, actually. Yeah.
1: Forty-six questions
0: asked, really. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is so how much of a difference it makes when you get your bonus rounds in.
1: Yeah, wow. I think that definitely um uh, that has a big role to play. Uh but then unfortunately this episode twenty two was um the third lowest combined score that we've seen so far. Yeah. For uh, two hundred sixty five. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: thankfully it didn't feel like it was dragging on or that it was too one sided. Mm. It still was fun to watch. Yeah. But fun in a different way, as we said at the start of this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which leads me to talk about briefly the future of Kings as we go into the quarterfinals. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that they have what it takes to get it past the quarterfinals?
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure because, you know, the scores were not that high. Mm -hmm. Starters as well as bonuses. Yeah. I mean, clearly they knew some topics very well, but I think not enough to do well against some of the other teams that we've seen. Yeah. And there's definitely
0: some big gaps in their knowledge. Mm. A lot of... Art history seems to be a big weakness for them.
1: Yeah,
0: and also you sometimes get the feeling that it's more just that they're very good at guessing rather yeah. than knowing their stuff.
1: Yeah, well, at least they they did a bit better on the Charles Dickens questions. True, mm-hmm. that's so true. So that's a bit of progress. They, <laughs> they've improved on the Charles Dickens, but
0: now they need to improve on art history somewhat a little and bit and a few other topics. Yeah, that's not to say that they uh, they don't deserve have to be there. They Absolutely deserved to be into a quarterfinals. I think so, I think so. But I think that if they want to get past the quarterfinals, especially if they if they meet someone like Imperial or Balliol, mm. they're going to really, really suffer. Yeah. Actually, that'd be interesting if we have a Kings-Imperial matchup. That would be a London derby almost. Oh, yes. Either way, I will enjoy watching them in the next round. Yeah. Because... I
1: thought, I thought they were having a lot of fun, actually. And it was very entertaining. You can
0: tell that they got on quite well and... There's a lot to be said about Jackson, he's just <laughs> such a lovely guy, it yeah, seems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I think I've warmed up the trigs a little bit more yeah. because now that we can hear him talk, we can hear him be part of it, and also mm. Weaver as well. Yes, yes. Uh, Sue, I think he's significantly older than the other ones. Yeah. So uh, he was talking a bit less uh, with them, especially yeah. afterwards. But...
1: but he also, I think, made, made some progress from the first round in terms of uh, answering more started questions, participating in the conferring. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: I mean, he got the place on the team because he's good at what he obviously, does, obviously. But yeah. I think it's all well and good in the practice rounds yeah. and in the qualifiers. But then yeah, the but first TV round...
1: Yeah, and then like you said, I think they just have to maybe fill in some, some gaps um, to do well in the quarters and the semis, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, enough of that. Time to move on
0: to... Best dressed.
1: Yes, the real reason why... Did you forget about Best dressed? No, I didn't.
0: Why did you pause and look at me in <laughs> a slightly scared expression? I
1: thought you were going to say something... Before you said best dressed. Nah. Anyway. So, um, my pick for best dressed, which I think might be the same as yours, Mm -hmm. is Trix. Yes. I have to say the purple shirt with badgers on it. Ah, wow. That was a choice. That was eye-catching. That was interesting.
0: was it. Yeah, I think it was very nice. Mm. Now, that's not to say that anyone was badly dressed. I think everyone
1: everyone put in a fair bit of an effort. Mm -hmm.
0: I like Recon's uh, blazer.
1: I like that too, his nice blue colour.
0: Yeah, also mm-hmm. McDowell's jacket. I liked his big uh, sparkly thing. I'm not sure if that's a badge or a sticker.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also liked Weaver's uh, ensemble, a red and black um, outfit. Indeed, it's very similar to what she
0: wore in the first round as well. I think
1: well. so, yeah. And I like the combination of those two colours a lot. Oh yeah, no,
0: she dresses uh, very nicely as well. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I mean, two but, but badges.
1: Yeah, this time Triggs definitely... Uh, kept everyone
0: off yeah also i want to honorably mention uh jackson's uh, little um <laughs> unicorn with a beak it seems yeah yeah shirt. yeah it was kind of hidden yeah. underneath uh, the jacket <laughs> he was wearing yeah it's fun so um, but unfortunately we're not really having any power dresses anymore it seems no no so uh we'll just have to wait and see what we what we will see in the next two rounds i think when do we introduce best dressed I think it was episode four, right? I think so. Yeah, so Glasgow, unfortunately, were not able to score any points on that the yeah. first time round. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm sorry, you could have maybe picked up some points in that <laughs> corner. Oh, well. Oh, well so uh, thank you very much for joining us for this uh, yet another episode of I got that one yes thank you so much if you would like to get in touch with us we have a twitter account uh, icto2 if you want to send us an email send it to ictopodcast at gmail.com yes we also have have, an instagram
1: yeah it's uh, also called uh, I got that one or IGTO
0: send us any information or questions predictions predictions we'd love to hear some predictions especially yeah and yeah Until next time, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.